1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. It's time to doom scroll
0: with SlimFast. If you don't know, could kill the order of hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo.
2: Yo. What's going on? We're finishing the news, my man. All right, let's do it. Uh, Bad news. Teen girls are depressed. Why are they depressed?
1: Because of team boys?
2: Maybe team boys, they blame some of it on uh, COVID, lockdown, mm. and that that's still having a lasting impact on a lot of young people, not just girls, but that they missed out on important milestones. You know, even if they were at home for, you know, just that one year or whatever it was, a lot of things happen in one year when you're that age. You just may not remember. As the fight for abortion rights and women's rights continues. There's an alarming new study from the CDC that found mental health among teenage girls is plummeting. 57% of girls reported feeling persistently sad or hopeless in 2021. That's compared to 36% back in 2011. Persistently sad or hopeless. Hmm. I, I don't know how... At least once a day, you feel sad and hopeless, right? Or would yeah, you... sure. Yeah. And then it goes well, away. Really like... hopeless.
1: I don't feel hopeless. Mm. I don't think I ever feel hopeless.
2: Hmm. I, mean, I guess I'd have to figure out what the definition of hopeless is. You know, I would assume... Like things you... will
1: never get better? Yeah. I don't never ever feel get... like that.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely get that, but then it's kind of... I don't know. Mine fluctuates a lot. I can have bouts of depression that last for days at a time, but usually mine's kind of up and down throughout the day. I know everyone's depression, anxiety, and that stuff is different, but I also don't remember when I was a teen, we didn't talk about mental health nearly as much. We certainly didn't say mental health. I think we said depression maybe or anxiety, Uh, but I wonder, you know, was it something that was being talked about in in certain friend groups? Because in my friend group, if it got brought up, it was kind of a taboo thing. Like, dude, get over it. That's that was what right. you got. It was absolutely. What do you have to be sad about? Right. Shut up. Like, because I think my friends thought, you know, whatever it is, you. Must, I I get what it means to feel not super excited about stuff, but so what? Get over it. Thinking that maybe that's what depression was. Because I mean, I know my friends, I like my friends. I think my friends cared about me. But sure. when you tried to talk about that, I learned very quickly that there was no sympathy at all. So it was like, don't talk about that. So it's right. like, okay. So then, you know, what happens is you just get kind of quiet. And then it turned into, uh, you know, Reed's, uh, he's depressed, or he's in one of his moods. I'm like, I'm right. fine. And I would just say, I'm fine because I didn't want him busting my balls. I would think now that that's probably changed some. Maybe. I'm not saying yeah. that it's been fixed, but we certainly talk about mental health more. and – uh, kids have access to more information, sure. and they can, you know, it's not just the kids you know in your class now. It's it's kids all over social media and, right. and all over the internet that that you're hearing from and I guess watching videos of. So I, I don't know. I mean, I I get why they're saying that COVID played a big role, but I I think there's there's probably all kinds of things that sure. that factor into it. Like you know, he starts off by saying as the battle for abortion rights continues, is that. Is that bumming out teenage girls? I mean, it might be. I, I don't know. Uh, Alec Murdoch has been on the stand. And yesterday I played you the clip of him saying he did not blow uh, Paul's brains out. Right. But good we hear. just on, good to hear. Yeah, hear. him. He right.
1: might be guilty.
2: That was the big, yeah, they should have saved that for the end because right, that's yeah. the big question. And right now we know they didn't do it. Yeah, I don't even understand, honestly, why they're still going. But um while he was on the stand, Alec started referring to Paul as Paul Paul. I think he's saying Paul, 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 Paul. And the uh, prosecutor's like, wait, who, what? Now, if you've been watching this trailer, watch the documentary, there are a lot of colloquialisms and, and nicknames and things. I noticed one of the things that I'd already picked up on him doing quite a bit and others doing is even adults will say, you know, Mr. Laszlo. They'll say Mr. or Miss and then their first name. Okay, kind of yeah. like in preschool, sure. you know, but they'll do that with each other. And, I, you know, that's got to be a, a regional thing. Okay. Because they seem to do it quite a bit, but he suddenly started to call his son Paul Paul. Now people are suspecting that he was doing this and maybe even coached into doing this by his defense, you know, just to, to show this loving side of him and how much he cared about his son, and that you know he called him Paul Paul and, and referred to him that way now like it's totally natural, and maybe it is, maybe they didn't coach right. him into doing this, but you could tell the lawyers like, "Wait, who? I just want to make sure so at one point, and this is what people were sharing on Twitter yesterday, not only does he say, "Well, I call him Paul Paul." He says, um, some girl, we'll, we'll hear a her name here. Kel Kel called him Paul Paul. And All then right. at one point at the end, he says, Are you asking me if I always called Paul Paul Paul? So he basically says it like four times There's
1: two things. You, you referring to the civil case when you say the boat case. Okay. But when I think about the boat case, I think about the charges that y'all brought against Paul Paul. Okay.
2: Paul Paul? That was your name for Paul? <laughs> I mean, I, I called him Paul Paul. Maggie called him Paul Bus calls him Paw Paul Bus. Roro calls him pawpaw Roro calls him pawpaw. Roro. That's what it is Roro. I mean that's Roro. Not, Roro. That's Who true. is Roro? <laughs> and the lawyer's like, Okay, and Roro, who's Roro? Roro? that's Rogan Gibson.
1: Okay. This jury, of course, has heard multiple recorded statements of you during the course of this. Did you ever refer to Paul as Pawpaw during that? I don't know. You don't do you recall? How I referred to, to I can say Paul if you prefer that. No, I, I, you can call him whatever you want. I'm just asking you if you've <laughs> ever called him
0: that during the course of that entire investigation. Or is that also the first time today? And then, at least, what
1: oh. if he's like, wait, you to person- me if I shot Paul Paul? Because I <laughs> shot Paul Paul. Oh. I didn't shoot Paul. I can't think you of like, know, it's is this it is. thing just gets more confusing. Jesus. Well, where are you boys from? <laughs> Get with this. <laughs> Is today the first time I've called my son
2: Paul, Paul, Paul? No, so this <laughs> is the first time read. I've called my son Paul, Paul, Paul. Uh, a lot of Pauls, a lot of Paul, Paul, Pauls. And and then when he says, you know, I call him Paul, Paul, uh, Meese, Meese, whatever her name was. Roro. Roro. Roro called him Paul, Paul. And he's like, okay, hold on, now who's Roro? Uh, well, that's, you know, whatever his, right. his name was. Uh, so, I don't know. Is it coached? I could see that. You know, obviously they do if you're gonna take the stand, your lawyers will sit down with you and say, All right, this is what it's gonna sound like, this is what they're gonna do. Try and say things like this. But man, yesterday when I got home, I got kind of caught up on everything that happened, and it did not sound like things went well for him yesterday. No. He's basically you know, he, he had been denying that he was How about at for Ro-Ro? The, How they
1: go for Ro-Ro? Roro,
2: I don't know about yet. Well, I guess I'll Pa-Po find out. Tonight, did not tonight. Go well. Right. Yeah, no, it did is not Paul Paul like, it's well, bad. Well, Paw Paul is it's bad, bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, for mom mom it's bad bad. Uh but it looks but like what about ro Row, I don't know, no, for <laughs> sure. But, uh, yeah, and I saw a lot of people. I, and Brooke and I were doing that last night, too, because it was just it, people were sharing it. And and you have to wonder, was this forced? You know, is this actually what you're doing? But part of it is to the – if you're not from South Carolina, there's already stuff yeah. that you picked up on that I don't think is coach. It's just, you know, kind of a regional thing. But, yeah, yesterday th- there has been this big um, – you know, back and forth about whether or not he was at the property when that Snapchat video was filmed. And remember, they played audio, or they played the video, and you can hear Paul's voice, you can hear the mom's voice, and then you can hear another man's voice. And of course, prosecutors are like that's Alec, and I was like, that's not me. I guess yesterday he was like, yeah, sorry, I lied about that, Ooh. and and opened up about a couple of other things that they didn't hadn't even asked him about yet. Where I got to think his lawyers were just thinking, why is this happening? But. I, it's, it's not looking good. If you're if you're betting on the uh, trial hearing, you were mm-hmm. betting on him getting exonerated. Oh, I'd be a little nervous right now. The uh, he did say he didn't do it though. No, no,
0: yeah, <laughs> no, no,
2: did not do it. Would not hurt Paul Paul. There's no way, way. Ah, uh, there's a new Hulu documentary coming out, which I'm interested to see because mm. they're exploring the phenomenon that seems to be happening lately, where prosecutors are using rappers. Seems to be a lot of rappers' <laughs> lyrics against them. Mm. Yeah, um, I think it's ridiculous. I know a lot of right. think It's ridiculous. Sure, it's it's art. It's it's right. it's speech. It should be protected somehow. I'm kind of shocked that when we first started hearing stories like this, I was kind of shocked to learn that it wasn't already considered protected um, speech. That, you know, from the law in the sense that you can't use someone's art. Well, I think it's protected, say, but
1: then you do use it, right? I right, can that, say that, that well, you didn't say you're going to rob a liquor store in your right, song, right? right? But I don't know. Because, Robert Downey Jr. said he could fly. Right. When right? they do In that.
2: a special made suit. Doesn't mean that he can. And it's not like they went after, when I was a kid, there were plenty of rappers who were saying, you know, I killed this guy, I killed that guy. I don't remember the police saying, well, we better investigate, boys. Because, yeah, you know, no. Snoop just said that he just smoked another fool. And so we, we need to go figure out who that was and launch a full investigation. <laughs> they were like, no. Well, we wouldn't have time to do that because they talk about it all the time. And right. it's that's, you know, part of the genre. But now they use it. And it really bothers me. What well, do they use it? All right, do they use it before or
1: after? Is that ipso facto? The thing I'm looking for here? Like, are they saying, this guy robbed a liquor store and he described how he's going to do it, and then in one of his songs that's already out, he did that, or are they like, hey, let's just go listen to Paw's record... And see what he says, and then investigate him for that.
2: Right. Like, which one is it? Right. I get what you're saying. Instead of, like, hey, we like I'm saying, you, I, we heard the song, we better go investigate. Right. This does seem to be more, this person is already in trouble for this. But then what they'll do is say, well, look, he was part of this gang because yeah, well, that he bragged be about it. it.
1: I'm just curious. Yeah. I would make was, sure you weren't saying that.
2: Yeah, right. but there was a case that I think was in the state of Kansas. I want to say it was in Topeka or something. It's been... It was in Wichita. It was in Wichita. Okay, because yeah. we tried to look this up not too long ago to and find the, music the story video. about it. It was a music video that these... Yeah. Uh, oh, right, the robbing are, ATMs. Are Whatever. Well, no, that was more recent. But no, they just had they guns. Yeah, they, had they just guns had guns in the, guns music, in the video. music video, and they're like, we're investigating oh, this. So right, you guys are breaking the law on your felons, right, so we're going to come look into this. Yeah, the ATM thing, that was very specific, because the ATM got robbed, and this guy had gosh. said, you know, I rob ATMs, and they're like, well, he says he robs ATMs. Because he been playing that, they just go find that guy. They're like,
1: wait, hold on, hold on a second. Some of your friends sell records. Yeah. Right. Some of your friends sell drugs. <laughs> right. We're going to need to talk to the some of your friends that sell drugs. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that, one of the shows I watched Love After. Up one of the guys, he's a rapper, and he had a song called "Like I Sell Drugs," Mm. and was I don't think he was convicted because
2: of the song, but But he was convicted. For selling drugs, and yeah. but did they use it in court? Did they mention that? that? I don't know, but I remember they always show the headline where sells drugs rapper like arrested. Yeah, for well, it's drugs. like the ATM thing. That was like the one Lazlo was talking about. Those were the headlines. Yeah. A- a- I rob ATMs, rapper. Yeah, busted. I don't know for if that a song, but they allude to it for sure. Well, I'm interested to see this documentary because I think they talk a lot about uh, Young Thug and and what's been done with his trial. And, yeah, yeah, because that's that's what's been in the news the young most re- recently. Now but. the case. And the fallout, sparking a debate about what this could mean for freedom of expression. And is also the focus of a new Hulu documentary, Rap Trap, Hip Hop on Trial. These
1: guys are superstars. Number one album, first week, we're gonna. And then I realized rap is back on trial. What is happening? There's lots of us locked up in prison.
2: So they're interviewing different uh, uh rappers, and I, you know, I, I only saw the trailer there, but I think it came out at midnight maybe, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's out now. Rap Track is the name of it. But I, I'm i interested in this because I, I don't know exactly how you do it and how you write the legislation, but I, I feel like there needs to be something written that says prosecutors cannot, this is not admissible evidence. Just like a, a lie detector is not admissible in most states in court, I don't think rap lyrics should be admissible in the courtroom. You know? And I get what you're saying. Like, if it's after the fact... But I'm not
1: saying they should be able to do that anyways. It feels like that should be like, yeah, well, whatever. He said... I mean... He didn't even say it. It's an act. It's a performance, exactly. right? It's not exactly. like something that's caught
2: between friends. Yes. And then I worry, when do they say, oh, you know what? This guy's talking about that. We already don't like this guy. Right. So let's, you know, hey, well, we, the, there's been a precedent. They've used this in courtrooms before. Well, has he done anything yet? Well, we think he has because of these lyrics. Right. To find out that you're being investigated. Well, these lyrics the give, give us a
1: reason for a search for warrant. For a search warrant. Right? Exactly. Yeah.
2: Mm, I, I don't like that at all. Well, as far uh, as and, as, really, all the stuff we talk about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they sort of did One of my probation officer decided to take things a little too seriously. <laughs> that was, what a mess. Oh, I hope Marie's doing well, though. Um, a teenager ended up in an ambulance after he tried to carjack a grandma in D.C., and the grandma was like, I think you forgot which neighborhood you're in. He, yeah. he ended up leaving in an ambulance. He walked up him out, give
1: me your keys, I got a gun. And I said, baby, you better shoot me, because you're not taking my car today. And he pushed me to the door, and I got up, and I grabbed him and was hitting him, and fighting him. And I said, you're not going to take my car, young man. And they all came out to help me. And he ran across the street, and that's when they caught him. And I said, oh, you going to jail today? On 22nd Street, he must
2: didn't know where he was. You know, I don't... I'm hesitant to say this because I don't want to sound like an invitation, but if someone tries to carjack me, I'm handing over the car. And I get it. Maybe you just had a bad day. It's like that mm-hmm. uh, movie, you know, Falling Down. I think there's been a more recent movie that was the same thing. But uh, you get the idea. Maybe I... You're in a good mood. You're like, "Hey, you know what, man? I I, I don't want to. I don't want any problems. I don't want to get hurt." Stuff in there, right? I mean, it sucks, but yeah, just just take the car. But I don't think I've ever been in a mindset or a headspace where if someone tried to carjack me with a gun, right. I wouldn't have just said, "Take the car, take the car." I mean, isn't that what they tell you to do? The police tell you just just do what they say. But of course, then when you call the police, like, well, you know, we'll take a report. And you're like, you're going to look into it. Like, no. Mm. No, I guess we can check to see if you know OnStar right. knows where it's at, but beyond that, and I don't know what happens with your insurance too. You know, like boy, oh, you, you got carjacked three times. You're like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, well, I don't know. Put up a fight. I mean that <laughs> grandma sent that kid to the hospital.
0: The Church of Laszlo.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.